With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. We're live from the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill at the H&H Chevrolet stage. I'm Robbie Lula. That's Andrew Rogers. And we are brought to you by our friends at Dingman's Collision Center. They... Andrew's going to be paying them a visit today to get his car looked at. They have been family-owned and operated in Omaha for over 25 years. First place best of Omaha for 18 years running. They've got four great locations throughout the metro. They have the latest technology so they can work on Andrew's car. They can work on my car. They can work on your car, too. Whatever you've got, they can handle it. And they always give back to the community with every car repaired they give back go check out dingmans.com for more information about their services as well as their give back program uh before we get into our national championship preview uh i want to say congratulations to former nebraska coach frank solich officially a college football hall of famer yeah that's so great i mean he had such a good run at nebraska he had a great run at ohio after nebraska where he coached for 15, 16 yeah. years, yeah. Uh, um, you know, he, he led the Huskers to a BCS championship game in 2001. Um, he, I mean, he's, he's won so many awards, like, I mean, just throughout his career, I mean, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. I mean, he's Big 12 Coach of the Year twice, um, 12 consecutive non-losing seasons at Ohio, 11 bowl games, four MAC titles. I mean, this guy just wins, and he always has one. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it didn't end the way fans, I think, wanted uh, early on at Nebraska. But when that uh, relationship was mended this past season, mm-hmm. uh, it was great to see Frank Solich back at Memorial Stadium. I have a question for you, though, and, yeah. and maybe this is just an outsider sure. uh, trying to – or maybe it's an outsider listening to people that like don't actually know what they're <laughs> okay. talking about. Um, but 
Was it was the rumor that Solich had some woo-woo member of their family like put a spell on Memorial Stadium and that's why uh, um, <laughs> football went downhill? Was that like a, a weird like rumor going around? It's something that I've heard of in the last couple of years. It's not something anybody talked about until recently. Okay, so yeah, that has been out there uh, in the last couple of years, especially, but not. It wasn't a thing at the time. It hasn't been a thing until literally the last year or so. So it was just somebody trying to get famous when social media became big. Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it was it was kind of this. But if it actually happened and it has worked <laughs> over these uh, last 20 years, that'd be insane. It, it, it would be insane. Uh, Although but, they did win and were ranked under Bo Pelini, so how much of that is actually yeah, true? Yeah, I mean, they, they had, until the Scott Frost era, they did have differing levels of success. It wasn't the 90s level of success, but, you know. What if she was, like, on the walls of the stadium, like, you know, halfway through this spell, like, just give them, like, a little <laughs> bit a little of taste, love. A little like, taste, like, Make them, like, feel really good about themselves and then just take it away again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a, a, recent, uh, a recent addition to the uh, lore uh, around Frank But good Solich. on Frank Solich. Yeah, well deserved. And, and, you know, I, I'm not sure people appreciate how desolate of a program Ohio was when – he took over. They had a little bit of a good stretch under Jim Grobe in the late 90s, but Ohio hadn't made a bowl game before Frank Solich since 1968. They'd only made two in their history, and then Frank Solich makes his first one at Ohio in 2006 and then continued to make uh, 10 more after that. So out of the total of, let's see, 11, 13, 15, out of the 15 bowl games Ohio has ever played in, 11 of them are Frank Solich. Without looking at his total win numbers here, he is the winningest coach in MAC history. How many wins does he have? Um, I'll give you um, a window of seven. Okay, so he was there from 05 to 2020. So that's 15 years at an average of, call it, eight a year. Uh, that puts me at 120. Let's call it 119. I was going to say 156. Whoa, 156 would be wild. That's aggressive. <laughs> uh, but is that all time, though? For no, him? that's just at Ohio. Just yeah, at Ohio. Yeah, um, 115. Oh, nice that's work. pretty good. That's I pretty almost good. gave you five. I, I gotta be. I'm too nice with you. Like, I'd have I gotta gotten ju- in there at five I gotta too. Say, I know, but I gotta <laughs> just go with that. Like, cause I, I'm going to say five, and then I'm like, well, like I'll give him seven, a little extra buffer room. But because you're, you're too close now, I'm gonna have to say I'll give you within two. You're gonna have to start tightening <laughs> up the reins on me a little bit here. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Frank Solich, part of that College Football Hall of Fame class, well deserved. Um, and and I, I'm glad that people have. Because it got it got a little, it wasn't great around here when it ended for Frank Solich, um, both from the athletic director standpoint, um, some of the fan base as well. Uh, I'm glad that that relationship has been repaired and that people appreciate the job that Frank Solich did here, not only as head coach, but I mean the man devoted almost 50 years of his life to Nebraska football, or 40 years, I think it was about 40 years of his life to Nebraska football. You have to appreciate that. It is impossible to write the history of, of Nebraska football without Frank Solich in it. So uh, congratulations to Coach Solich there. Um, wanted to get a little bit of a preview. We've got 
Uh, I'm gonna do. I want to do some props later with you mm-hmm. in our last segment. But yeah, bef- the festival of, festival of games is going on with Warhorse right now, which yes. I got my picks validated. You did. I went up there because I had to get. I had to kind of get the lay of the land yeah. so I could share that once the big game rolls yeah. around in February. So we'll get to that at 9:45. But let's do our picks here for just let's winners, do let's do and it. then we will get to our props. Uh, prop challenge for the Festival of Games um, in in the next segment. But Washington and Michigan, you probably got a little bit of my of a feel for where I'm leaning with in our interview with Matt Hlodick, but I'm tired of, I'm tired of people doubting this team. I mean, we did it against Oregon. We did it against Texas. We're doing it again now against Michigan. This team has answered the bell every single time they're now five and a half point dogs started at four and a half obviously money's been pouring in on michigan that's why that number's moving to five and a half this is a washington team that has answered every single call and i disagree with matt i'm taking kaylin DeBoer in a coaching advantage over jim harbaugh at this point maybe i'm sipping too much kool-aid i love that guy i'm obsessed with kaylin DeBoer and ryan grubb's offense and here's the thing that i'm that i that i want to focus on and then i'll let you you get your opinions in as well Everybody's talking about how physical this Michigan defensive line is. It was the same narrative with Texas. How many sacks did Texas have against Michael Penix? That'd be a goose egg. No sacks against Michael Penix. He is not only good in his pocket presence, that might be his best feature, and that's saying something because we talked earlier this week about how ridiculously lightning fast that ball comes out of his hand and how accurate he is. His pocket presence might be his best feature between that and the best O-line in the country, nominated and awarded the best O-line in the country, I don't think Michigan's going to be able to slow down this offense enough to stop them and to win this game. On the other side, we've seen Washington's defense answer the bell enough against offenses that are a little bit better than Michigan's, to be honest. Texas's offense is better than Michigan's. I think Oregon's offense is better than Michigan's. They answer the bell against those two teams. I think they do it again against Michigan. I'm taking Washington on the money line straight up winning this ballgame. I want Washington to win so bad. I like want, I, like, yeah, I really do. And I don't know how much of it's for me is like just wishful thinking, but I genuinely think they win this I, game. And I really want them to win um, because of all the drama that took place with with Michigan this season yeah. and, and all the cheating that kind of took place. I just don't, I don't love how, how they made their way here. I thought they could have done it without uh, yeah. going through they probably every, every twist and turn <laughs> they went through this season. Yeah. I just really want to see Washington do it. A couple of reasons why. One, Washington last was here, what, in like 91, 92, well, when they had like a shared title with Miami? So they won it in 91. They were in the playoff in 2016, but obviously right. they didn't make the title game. Right, yes. Um, but they had a shared title in 91 with Miami. Like, so Miami, it, it, I, I always fall back on this. When I don't have a rooting interest in the game, I want the team that hasn't been there too often to win it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the team I'm going to root for. Michigan obviously has that shared title with Nebraska in 97. Plus they've always, like, they've been competitive. Yeah. Uh, Washington, Washington has not been competitive. Washington has until 0 and 12 in there. Right. So, like, that's why I want them to win so badly because I think it's just their time. I love what Michael Penix has done all season. Mm-hmm. I love how humble he's been throughout the entire season. Whenever his name was just getting overlooked in the Heisman talks and the Heisman conversation, and he just, he, I mean, dude, they answer the bell. They answer it in Washington. The one thing I'll disagree with you on is this game, I don't think they're actually being overlooked. Uh, on paper, I would say Michigan is the better team. 
but I still want Washington to win the game, and that's why I'm taking Washington tonight. All right, we both pick Washington. I'm going to give you a score, too. 35-31, uh, excuse me, 35-31, Washington beats Michigan. That's my final score prediction. Hold on, let me look at my festival of game props. How much did I have Michigan uh, losing by? We'll go over that next. We'll go over that next. We've got some props brought to you by our friends at Warhorse Sportsbook. We'll tell you all about their festival of game challenge because it's too late to get in for the national championship game. It is not too late to get in for the pro football championship. We'll talk about that next as well as go over our prop picks for the national championship here on Herd Sports Radio.